everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pod Improvement. I'm George Dunn. I'm Ryan. He's just Ryan. Um, we're back for another episode of uh, uh, America's favorite home improvement podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, Pod Improvement, where we just go through episode by episode of uh, the hit television show Pod. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for, like every episode. Home Improvement. It's not called Pod Improvement. The television show is Home Improvement. Um, Tim Allen. Everybody loves Tim Allen. America's favorite uh, uh, grunting male comedian. Um, maybe next to Louis Anderson. Did he grunt? No. No, okay. he didn't. Okay. Um, it was just him. Just him. Sorry. I was, did something there and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> so we're back. We, we watched uh, episode three, season one of uh, uh, Home Improvement. Off slides. Six um, sports pun. Yeah, it's it's really uh it's they're really branching out here with their names like but basically I'm just gonna read you guys the uh the plot synopsis for this one real quick. Uh, Tim and Tim and Jill go out to a romantic dinner evening. Uh that's a very poorly worded <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a romantic dinner evening, but Jill can't find a babysitter, so she hires a magician. <laughs> <laughs> Who <laughs> Like, how is this not a, look, I'll, I'll get, okay, I'll, it's okay. She hires a magician who messes up during a trick and locks himself in a trunk, leaving the kids on their own around the house. During their romantic dinner, Tim is distracted by the Detroit's Lions game, much to Jill's irritation, and he is forced to choose between his wife and the game. <laughs> um, I guess that's kind of right. I don't know what's going on with these synopses. But like, I don't like them. I mean, I mean that's what happened. But they they don't really. A lot happened, in my opinion. This is one of the best episodes of Home Improvement, in my opinion. He <laughs> walked in the door saying, "I forgot this is my favorite episode." <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It is the most broad. It, it was the one where I sat down. And I'm like, oh, so this is this is the show I remember. <laughs> Compared to the last two, it's a lot better. Yeah. What, what like what about this one? Do you like? Uh, the f- well, I have a. L- I wrote down a lot in this one. There's just various things I like about it. First of all, the the magician's name is Larry Houdini, which is amazing. The, yeah, it's so awesome, and I I just love it. And I I don't know if I should really well, dig it's, into it's it. It's Larry, yeah, Larry Houdini, Sir Sir Larry Houdini, <laughs> Master. What is it? Magician something? I can't even remember. I didn't. I didn't write any of it down. I love that he has a hearing aid. <laughs> Which is just so funny for a magician to to have, which is like like I, I feel like even if he didn't need it, he just turned it up and it was like one of the remember those spy kids toys where it was like a satellite dish, but it was just a boom mic, <laughs> and it's like oh you could spy on your sister's friends from a mile away. And you're like yeah, but you're not gonna hear anything. <laughs> what else about it? Tell me. Just, tell should me. I just really just go, say, man? Okay, just, this is your episode. This is your time to shine. Like my favorite part of the entire, maybe the entire series, is when they're out to dinner and the 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 crazy guy who's obsessed with sports, not Tim, the other guy, the other guy from, uh, is, I think he's the guy, from, the dad from Sister Sister. That would be really funny if he was. He looks very familiar. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that's him. The part where he looks in through the tiny little window and screams touchdown. I don't know why, but that scene, I just laugh my ass off every single time. Without fail. That scene is so... Like, first of all, the, the restaurant's called Chez Pierre. <laughs> it's like, you couldn't even, like... 
I get it. It's 1991. So generically like, stupid sounding. I mean, it's, to be fair, it's a French restaurant in Detroit. So, <laughs> like, I guess you got to take what you can get there. But also, like, they're in Detroit. I'm just thinking about this now. Like, like uh, Roger and Me had already been a movie. That city was already been crumbling for a while. <laughs> like... They're just like the one percenters of Detroit. Oh yeah, definitely. He's got that tool time money. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like that whole scene is just really weird. Like he's sneaking a radio in. That's to I listen wrote, to yeah, the I, game, I, and he's shouting and excited, and he's got a, the the crank in his neck thing, and he, he's he's wearing the 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 uh, headphones like it's a wire and a fucking bank hostage. How movie, did like. he think that was gonna work for longer than like two minutes at the most? Yeah. That, like, like, I'm so listen, confused. Just listen you, to check on the score. Like, I, I, it just doesn't, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Just ask, ask the uh, waiter what the score is every once in a while. There's a good conceit there. It's like, oh, look, you, you're going on a date with your wife. If she's that upset, you're asking about the score. Then, I mean, what do you want from him? Like, he's a sports addict, as they say. I did he's some, got a problem. I did some research into this episode, and the, the, it took place in 1991. And in 1991, the Los Angeles Rams were terrible. They went 3-13, and the second worst record in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So this was not a big game, like Tim kept saying. So he really could have just chilled and watched some highlights well, afterwards. I couldn't tell. So there's two games? So they're going on a date on a Sunday night? Sunday night when the NFL is on. So they probably had a 4, four o'clock game, which was the Vikings and the Packers, and then the probably the, the primetime game, which still doesn't make sense to me because the Rams suck. They wouldn't have put them on primetime. Yeah, would be the seven o'clock or eight o'clock game. That's weird. I I I, did, I mean, as as someone who uh, sports is a foreign language to me, like like Shea Pierre. This is why um, I'm here. Yeah, I don't understand the logic of like like even movie news or like some sort of comic book thing where it's like, yeah, okay, so I made plans to go see the Avengers night of, but those plans are already set. It's not like there's no like live version of that, I guess. Maybe, well, no, there was that one time the Star Wars trailer opened to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I kind of need to see that. But even then, I'm like, I could just wait 20 minutes. It'll be online. Yeah. But I mean, it's 1991, so okay. All right. They got me. We don't even know if he had a VHS tape to record the game, so. He has a VHS we're, recorder. We're, I mean, they, he don't, can they hire haven't established a magician to babysit their well, children. Well, he didn't hire the magician. Jill hired they the magician. They have magician money. <laughs> I think they can record a, a, a basketball game on... Football. The Lions are a football team. A football game on TV. Um, uh, what else did I have in here? There was some weird, like, who the fuck eats pork rinds? <laughs> Tim, Tim fucking Allen, that's who. They're so fucking gross. It's the it's man food, dude. That's what you eat when you're watching the game with your boys. You eat you eat. And why pork couldn't rinds. he open a fucking bag of chips? What was that? Because he because he eats pork rinds and he's weak. Because all he true. eats is fat and lard, and so he's, <laughs> he's like he's literally he's got the dying. Integrity of a veal cow. Yeah, exactly. He's like a, he's like a ninety year old man. <laughs> Just hasn't left a cage. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> shape here god damn it uh yeah i i kind of like when i saw that the new babysitter was like a british man i was like oh they're doing like a mary poppins thing but i'm like (laughs) no this is way better he's just a shitty magician which like when he put himself in that so he he puts himself in the uh crate 
to, to show the boys that he can get out within 10 seconds and go to the front door. Uh, in my sitcom, <laughs> 10 seconds would have been up, the explosion happens, and there's just, he's gone. He's dead. Like, he's dead in that case. You wouldn't just, like, have him disappear? You'd literally kill... No, he'd be you'd dead. you kill off Larry he's Houdini. He's an old man. But he's that's not man. funny. Larry Houdini's the, one of the best parts of the episode. Oh, for sure. But it's even funnier when their babysitter <laughs> dies. It's like, it's like, even if it's only for 10 minutes, but, like, their babysitter dies, and they're just like, well, now what do we do? And then they get, you know, bad to the bone and just, like, go run around naked in the house or whatever boys do. Yeah, that's what, that's what boys do. <laughs> I can attest to that. I didn't grow up as a boy, so... Um, yeah, I, I did write uh, the guy at the restaurant looks familiar. I, do, I still don't know. I'm, <laughs> now I'm saying that I'm saying that he, he's a dad from Sister Sister. I feel like I'm wrong, and I'm just being racist. Um, oh. I gotta look him... I'll look him up later, but... I, um, don't, I don't know if he looks like that. I'm not gonna say one way or another, because I'm not racist, mm-hmm, like George. Mm-hmm. I have a question about Larry Houdini. Do you think he was lying when he said that he's performed for, like, royalty and heads of state and... Um, I don't think so. I think maybe, yeah, maybe probably a little bit. He was boasting for sure. Well, that leads to um, my other question. Why is he now performing birthday parties in Metro Detroit? What happened in between yeah, him performing this, for heads of state and... Are you getting into your conspiracy corner here, yeah, Ryan? Yeah. Hold on. We got a new, uh, we got a new segment or a new part of our segment <laughs> for uh, conspiracy corner. Here's our conspiracy corner theme song. What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And that's our Conspiracy Corner intro. So, uh, Ryan, hit us with your conspiracy, because I actually don't have one for this episode, I don't think. Um, Larry Houdini is either a lying sack of shit who has tricked poor Jill into hiring him, or he has fallen on extremely hard times, most likely a drug addiction, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That would be the reason for the hearing aid. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, well, you don't need you don't get a hearing aid from drug addiction. Yes, yes right? you do. I think that's an age thing. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I feel like he probably was pretty, um, I, I don't know, he might have been a good one at one point. You don't, you don't stay a magician that long in your yeah. life unless you either love it or you were successful in some way. And yeah, like, he might have. Like, I, I feel like he might have been, like, one of those guys who was, like, really good back when magic was, like, still a thing that people gave a shit about in the 70s, 60s yeah. and 70s, like Steve Martin. You know, Steve Martin started as doing magic stuff. I did not know that. Yeah, he he started it like a joke shop and a magic shop, um, and that's why like the the arrow through the head and all that shit. That's where all that comes from. But like, um, yeah, I could see him being like he, he was like uh, like the magician Steve Martin. Like he was instead of Steve Martin going the the way of comedy, he went the way of magicianism, <laughs> magic. That's the word. Um, and instead of becoming Steve Martin and successful and hating everything that he did in the past. He clung on to his past <laughs> and then just became a failure because he wasn't able to change with the times. Is that like that's your, why he's still named Houdini? Your career trajectory as a magician, you either end up as a Steve Martin or Larry Houdini. Yeah, it's a real Batman scenario. It's like you either <laughs> you you dive you die a hero, you live long to see yourself <laughs> become a villain. <laughs> um <laughs> well that's our conspiracy corner. Um <laughs> I want to do it again because I just I just love it so much. Um, what do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sir Larry uh, gets locked in the box. Uh, Jill calls because she just lets Tim go in the, the kitchen. She doesn't seem mad. 
She's she's quite amused by it. I yeah, think. she's like, "Oh, you!" But then, like the next scene that we see them together, she's like upset, and I just didn't like. I don't get that part. That one's like that. That's a real <laughs> for me. Like, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't really understand that part. Like, uh, we did. We do. Uh, we have a Wilson watch. Um, there are a few people who are in the same area as Wilson. This is a big moment for Wilson Watch. I was paying attention to this. Yeah, this one, because like, Wilson comes up, he's playing his accordion. Tim hears him, he's like, what? Well, no, the, the other part, too. Was he out there when Larry Houdini and the children were there? We don't see him. Okay. We could assume he was out there help, fixing his accordion, because, as we learn later, he doesn't own a TV, so he has nothing else to he's do. He's one of those people. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he... Uh, so Larry Houdini is just outside because the boys think that if they drop him from a high enough height, <laughs> the, the box will just break open, which is basically just an excuse to set the scene outside. Um, Can you imagine if they would have done that and killed him? That would have been so funny. That would have actually, and, like, that's they a better... had to, to hide the body and they could have given it to Wilson yeah. and he could have eaten it. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, 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 exactly. He went home already. He didn't want money. Or actually, they, to be fair, they paid him up front. They yeah, gave they him $100 or whatever it was. Or it was probably twenty dollars. I, I really thought they only gave him twenty dollars for twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is oh, a drug what a addict. Sad man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I mean, I still don't understand why Joe was mad. That's really all I got. I mean, there was there wasn't a whole lot to this episode other than like it was a funnier one. Yeah, or they, it was like amusing. I guess I wouldn't say it was funny. They keep hammering down that Jill's into really stupid shit. Like first it was the opera ballroom dancing. and yeah ballroom dancing like they I mean, really fair, want you to know that Tim's she's into lame. Uh, tractor poles and monster motor uh, monster monster trucks. trucks that's cool as hell though monster trucks are cool as hell tractor poles can go fuck themselves yeah that's kind of lame um but yeah I I don't I don't really understand so they like Jill and Tim they fight. They they talk again and j- like Tim just kind of seems to learn his lesson for no real reason. He doesn't even really know. There's no reason why we uh, would assume that he knows Jill's been angry. I don't think he cares. He, got he, to, he, he got does to watch care the because game. He, he he does care because he talked to Wilson. And he's like, I screwed up. You know, I, I well that was the other thing. Wilson watch. Sorry, I was going back to Wilson watch. Um, you know, I have ADD and it's cool. Um. No, so so Larry Houdini is in the box, but never interacts with Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Except when Wilson is playing the song when Tim. Oh God, and, damn it! I didn't even. No. When Tim and Jill are uh, dancing, he starts singing, but he doesn't see and presumably doesn't really hear Wilson. He might hear the accordion, or maybe he was. He doesn't in the, know it's live music necessarily. He was in the home so long that the loose fumes that are causing all this have like gotten to him as well. So he now is a part of the Wilson watch. That is entirely possible too. I mean, if we're going with the theory of a gas leak, like like season five of Community or four of Community, we can be like uh, everyone who walks in that house, they're immediately they start they're, feeling. They're it. guaranteed to see Wilson as well because they're also suffering under the same. So delusions. this theory cannot die now because of this. I don't know. I, I feel like unless Wilson leaves. Oh no, he does. I just remembered he does. Wilson there's, leaves. There's another episode <gasps> where he's not at the home, and I just remembered it. It's when mm. they go to the Red Wings game. Oh, like he's. I thought you meant he left the show for a little bit. No, okay. no. But people like, see him the outside show. of the home. Um, so yeah. I'm sad but now. we'll see who interacts with him. 
I'm because pretty... it could be like an Angels in the Outfield kind of thing where like, <laughs> you know, like uh, Christopher Lloyd is just like sitting there and like everybody's like he's sitting on like, you know, the big fat guy or whatever. You hear that <laughs> noise that, that he does. And he's just like, whoa, what's going on here? And, and, and Christopher Lloyd's just there. But then there's a big fat guy that this kid's talking to. I remember specifically that people notice him because he wins a prize. And I think Tim is upset that he doesn't share it with him. Well, we'll get there. I feel like that's a that seems very much like a Simpsons episode. I remember, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they ripped off a Simpsons episode. Um, yeah, he's the Flanders of this show. <laughs> um, and then the post credits. What was the post credits? I, like, I don't even remember. Oh right, uh, it was a tool time. They were at tool time, and, and Tim's like, "Always be aware of your partner." Oh and yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. that help. And Al's like struggling in the background for um, with this uh, kitchen sink. Yeah, and he's he's it's really heavy and he's having a hard time. And then they um, they drop it in the hole, but Al yeah, lets go a second too long and it crushes his fingers. And that's a big laugh track, and then it's the end. Really should have had Tim scream like louder and harder to really like hammer down that. Yeah, they were going he's for being that a jerk. like. Ha, hachi, machi, yeah, like. I mean, it should have been like a scream of just pure agony and pain. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This episode was fine. I liked how broad it was. I, I wish there was more of the Larry Houdini. Yeah. Um, I liked him. I hope he's a returning character. I don't think he is. Yeah, I'm pretty Unless sure Unless they have dead. like a, a special. They never show him get out of that box, so he might just be locked <laughs> in their basement. There's my conspiracy corner. I'm going to bring up the conspiracy corner theme song again because that is... M- Absolutely, my conspiracy. What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Harry, Larry Houdini is absolutely locked in that trunk still in their basement. Kind of like that big tiki head in The Simpsons. Like every time they go in the basement, it's just still there. Um, so yeah. you're, you're saying this is like the opposite of the TV theory, like where, oh, if you didn't see him die, they could still be alive, but we didn't see Larry Houdini escape, so he's still I mean, trapped. he can still be alive. He can, like, Tim could just <laughs> be going down there, through, feeding through him, Through a like, little hole in the keyhole thing. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Buffalo Bill, just feeding him scraps, <laughs> just like, oh, is he like a really bad fat chick? Um, oh, was he a great big fat person? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my that's my conspiracy for this week. Uh, Larry Houdini is forever living <laughs> in Tim's basement, <laughs> being fed scraps by the children and Tim himself. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm having so much fun with this thing. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's going to be it for the episode, unless you have anything else to say. No, I think we we yeah the we got we got it in one right yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this will be uh, up next week. So. Um, well, I guess for you guys listening, it doesn't matter. It'll be up live. Yeah, you'll be. Yeah, it's going live. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We're going to be doing episode four, um, which probably has one of the worst names of a television episode <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Satellite on a hot tin roof. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it, but um, we'll see you guys next week with another episode of. Everyone's favorite home improvement podcast, Pod Improvement. Boom, 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 boom.